Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Make Money Behave podcast. I'm Maria Casillas, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join me today. Listen, if you have not yet subscribed to this show, why not? If you are brand new, then you have a reason why not. But if you're not brand new and you have been tuning in over and over and over but have not yet subscribed, it's time. Uh, Go ahead and just hit that subscribe button. And while you're there, if you could leave a rating and a review, that would be even better because it basically helps other people find the show just like you have. And I really appreciate that. Today, I have a bit of a two-for-one episode for you. I'm going to give you two messages in one. And basically, that's because I had one that I really wanted to bring to you. And then last night, something else happened. And while it is a great lesson, I don't know that it would make up an entirely uh, separate podcast. So I'm just going to throw both of them in there because I think there's value in both. I'm going to start with the one that um, the lesson that came last night because it's kind of a quick one. And it's basically that I want you to be able to find value in the storm. Now, the the example I'm going to give you is a very minor storm. And I don't want you to think that I am downplaying any real storms that you have going on in your life. Uh, but I think it's just it's a really great example of how things can seem very inconvenient. But then when you take a step back, you're like, oh, well, I'm really glad that that happened. Here's the, here's the setup. My beloved recording studio, also known to you guys as the minivan, <laughs> um, actually has been leaking something for, I don't know, probably a week or so. We would keep seeing spots on the driveway and just kind of wondering, is that water? I don't know. But now they, like they're actually they're staying there, so I know that it's not water. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to go ahead, take this in, and get it looked at just to have a diagnosis. So I did just that. Yesterday, I took it in, found out, yes, it's absolutely leaking. It is, I think, transmission fluid is what it was. Um, they explained to me what the problem was and said that it would be about two hour wait if I wanted to get it fixed right then. Actually, they said three hour wait, an hour to get the part in and then two hours to fix it. And I had already been there an hour waiting for the diagnosis. And so I decided instead of using four hours of my day sitting at a car shop, I was going to just bring the van back today. So that, that would be the next day. So that's this morning. So I did just that. And I told the person, I said, I just won't drive it between now and then. And I'll just bring it back tomorrow morning. That was what we agreed to do. So yesterday, I uh, brought the van back to my house. And then when I went to pick up my kids from school and then went to a business meeting, I actually drove my husband's car. Now, what you don't know is that my husband uses a company car right now. And he very, very rarely has to drive the car that he has in the driveway of our personal car uh, because when we're when he's home on the weekends, he basically just uses the van with us as a family. And then we usually just use this other car as kind of a backup vehicle. So um, I basically took it to to where I was going. I took it to pick up the kids. I took it to drive to my uh, my business meeting. And at the business meeting, at the very end of it, I went out to my car and to my husband's car and I went to turn it over and of course the battery was totally dead. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me right now. So at the time I kind of had two cars out of commission and it was it was frustrating. I knew that it was going to cost money. I knew that it was um, just really bad timing because I was stuck out there. I didn't have, obviously my husband wasn't with me. Thankfully my business partners were there and one of them had jumper cables and we were able to jump the car and I could get it home. And again, all of it, it's very minor. Like I mentioned a couple minutes ago, it's a very minor inconvenience, but it happened right around 6, 10 p.m., 
So of course, that's when I was trying to be all things at once, right? I'm trying to be the business person with a couple of business partners. I'm trying to be the wife who's going to drive home and have dinner on the table. I'm trying to be the mom who feeds her children, all of that stuff. I had actually pre-made some dinner, but there were a few last minute things that had to be taken care of, including running to the grocery store for a couple of ingredients. So I was not able to do that because I didn't have a vehicle to get to the grocery store. You can see where some of that inconvenient stuff is going, right? So my stress level was a little bit higher than normal just because I was frustrated. Well, one of the other pieces of the puzzle that you may not know is that this is my husband's last week at his current job and he begins his new job on on Monday. Well, his new job is quite a distance from our current like our home. <laughs> it's uh, probably about an hour to an hour and a half commute and I just I told him, and he doesn't have a company car for that new job. So I told him late last night, I said, you know, it's probably a really good thing that the battery went dead when it did. Because had that string of events not taken place, had I not had the van have to be fixed the next day, then I would not have had to drive his car to get to my my kid's school and the business meeting. And the business meeting is only about two or three miles from our house. So I was able to deal with that in that moment at the time of dinner and all of that frustration but he wasn't going to have to deal with that on the very first day of a new job an hour and a half away. That would have been a lot more stressful, I think, had he driven his car all the way out there because it would have gotten there, I'm sure of that. And then he you know, wouldn't have been able to drive around while he's supposed to at work and, and all of that. So I'm really glad that it happened the way that it did. And it just got me thinking that yes, we oftentimes have some of these little inconveniences that happen and we get frustrated and flustered with those But if you take a step back and just realize that there's probably a silver lining in there and it's possible that that saved us from even bigger frustrations and even more flusteredness. I don't even know if that's a word, but we're going to throw that out there. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, that's the quick lesson that I want to throw out there that happened last night. The second thing that I want to talk to you about is actually about my daughter. She is almost 16 years old and she's, she's my oldest, so she's kind of like that quintessential oldest where everything has to be perfect and she's got good grades all the time and all of that but she stresses out very easily when it comes to things um, especially if she thinks it's going to make her not be perfect so I want to share with you something that happened just the other day and let you know how I've seen the exact same thing play out with a number of my clients here's the story I had driven her to a carpool hub because she has she, she goes to school about 25 minutes away. And so instead of driving that every single day, twice a day, I have joined forces with a couple of other people and we kind of share the load. I always teach people work smarter, not harder. So anyway, that's one way that we do that. And on this particular day, which was just a couple of days ago, I had driven her to this, the hub, the place where we all meet and dropped her off. I got back in the car. As I'm driving home, she texts me and says, mom, actually she called, I think, said, mom, I I realized that I forgot my book and I really need that book because I have a quiz on that today. And I said, well, what do you need from the book? And she said, I need need you to bring me the book. I said, I can't bring you the book. By the time I drive home and come back to the carpool hub, you will have left so that no one else is late. 
So I said, what do you need from the book? She said, well, I've got a quiz. And I said, is there a way I could take a picture of the things that you're being quizzed on? And that way, she said, well, I can't do that because I, I don't have my phone. I can't use my phone. I'm sorry. I can't use my phone in school. They actually have a school where they don't allow that, which I kind of love, got to say. Uh, but anyway, she's like, I can't use my phone during school. I said, no, but you have a 20-minute drive to school. So if I send you a picture of that page, maybe you could just, you know, look at it and study on the way to school and it'll be taken care of. And while that was not her ideal solution, while she would have preferred that I bring the actual book to her, she took a deep breath and said, yeah, okay, that's fine. Here is where the book can be found. I will look for a text from you in the next 10 minutes. Okay, perfect. I don't live far from the carpool hub, so I knew that that would be a a possibility. So I pulled into my driveway. I went directly to the place where she said the book was going to be. I opened the book to the page where I was going to take a picture for her, and I get a text that said, Never mind, Mom. I already got the information from my friend. Thanks anyway. And then we both went about our day. I'm assuming she did very well on the quiz because she had the information she needed, and I never really heard back about that. So, But it got me thinking about how she was freaking out about a particular situation, right? And because she was freaking out about that situation, she was not able to see a solution through the panic. Now listen, I know that her situation of not having the book for a small quiz probably seems like a very, very small situation compared to, I don't know, feeling like you're drowning in debt or just not knowing where the next thing is going to come from for you. I, I get that. It's, it's very small in comparison. But to her, in her mind, it was something panic worthy. And so I want to just have you hear that, that there was a situation that she was freaking out about. Maybe you're freaking about, out about a situation right now, and maybe you're having a very difficult time seeing a solution through the panic. Now, I was able to find a solution for her, and I was even willing to be a part of it, right? I don't always insert myself as being part of the solution for my kids. I don't think that's really good for them. I think a lot of times they need to learn from those mistakes, and that's because that's how we learn. That's how we better ourselves. But every once in a while, I'm willing to insert myself into that solution and be a part of that solution, And in this case, I was willing to do that. Just like with my clients, I'm willing to put myself into the solution a little bit. I'm great at helping you find the solution. And sometimes I'm willing, even willing to be a part of that for you. Once she was guided to the solution, however, she was able to execute that on her own using her own resources. And I think that was the coolest thing about this. I never said to her, hey, why don't you contact a friend and see if she can take a picture for you? I said, I will do this piece for you. But as soon as she was able to hear a solution, she was able to stop the panic for herself and go, actually, that's a really good idea, but I can do it even better. I can do it even faster because I have resources in my back pocket. And in her case, those resources were a friend who had the same book. And she was able to get that information from her friend a good three to five minutes earlier than she would have with me. And it's the same thing for my clients. There are some clients who need me to walk through some of this stuff with them. And there are some who go, hey, (laughs) thanks for that information. I have the resources I need in my back pocket to make this happen. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take it from here. So I share all of this with you today, if you're listening, so that you can hear that you may have some resources in your back pocket 
you may not. But if you are so caught up in what's going on that you can't see the forest through the trees, then it really does make sense to contact somebody and say, I need help with this. I'm trying to figure this out. And that is what our free 30-minute consultation is all about. Contact me and say, I can't see the forest through the trees. I need, I need help. I'm panicked right now. I have this situation and I'm panicked about it. So I can't find a solution. Please help me find a solution. And then once we kind of see the solution, then you can determine whether or not you have the resources available to you to get out of that that pain that you're in. And if you don't have the resources available to you, then we just work together a little bit longer and I help insert myself into your solution to help you go even faster than you would before, okay? So that those are the two lessons I wanna share with you today. I hope your 2020 is off to a great start and I look forward to hearing from you in my email at maria at cashinonchange.com to let me know that you need help seeing the forest through the trees. You guys, I'm always grateful for you listening. Thank you for the ratings, the reviews, and for sharing this podcast with those in your life that you know could use this message. I know this podcast is having a positive impact on so many lives and you are a huge part of that. So again, thank you. Until next time, go out and make that money behave. Bye-bye.